It's uh, Wes and Andy flying uh, the missing man formation again this week as uh, Hank is off busy being an adult. Um, we wish you well, Hank, uh, <laughs> as we caught up with him earlier today. And uh, hopefully it doesn't take you all night. He's not having a good day either. No. <laughs> um, they, they missed a step on him. Kim said I looked a little flushed tonight, and I, and I do. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how much of that is exertion versus my own stress levels. <laughs> yeah. A little from column, a, from column B, but here we are. We made it. It's uh, it's Tuesday night, everybody. It's uh, it's uh, time once again for another edition of uh, Tuesday Night Random Fandom, the show where we kind of sit back, hang out, and just casually talk about the stuff that caught our attention over the last week or so. Hopefully, you guys uh, who are uh, are watching or uh, will be watching might be watching. <laughs> eventually might be listening to if you're watching this in the replay so sorry you missed out um but there's always next tuesday that's right you guys bring your own uh pop culture news with you because uh we obviously cannot cover everything we all have uh different interests but always want to hear from you guys uh what's going on in uh, your world in in uh, your entertainment tastes um <clears throat> that being said you can always uh hit us up in the comments here whatever platform you happen to be watching on and if you want to be a part of the show and i highly encourage you to do so you can get us right there on the uh, custom whatsapp link you can uh, pick up the phone give us a call the line is the lines we only have one line the lines are open <laughs> the line <laughs> singular singular it's open <laughs> yes it is ah, before we get to uh the actual news this week um i think it's time we hit everybody up with another one of those uh random fandom trivia nice yeah what do you got andy i got one for you here uh what was the first movie tom hanks and meg ryan co-starred in oh dear Oh, because they, they've had a few. I immediately go to when Harry met Sally, but the, I don't know if that's right or not. No, that's not right. Okay. No. Uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. What was their first movie? Not when Harry met Sally. Okay. And uh, it wasn't Castaway. Were they both in that? No, that was <laughs> Helen Hunt. <laughs> you had me. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't remember Helen Hunt being in it either. So that tells you it's been a while since I've seen it. So well, I, she didn't I wait. Remember. She only waited like three months till after he was gone. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. And then she, she gets re- back and she's already got kids. Right. She's uh, moved on with her. She's really moved on yeah. with her life. Yeah. 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 With the dentist. Uh, okay. So uh, what was the first movie that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan co-starred in? I don't know. Uh, apparently nobody in the audience knows either. Ah, that's okay. Or they're holding out for us. I don't know. Mind you, this is a, I hate to say it, but this is an older movie now. Sure, sure. Comparatively to us. But. Uh, okay. Yeah. Joe versus the volcano. Joe versus the volcano. That's still like firmly in Tom Hanks' uh, uh, comedic uprise. Yes. Um, like is he still a funny the, guy? 
you know what? I think he still is funny, but he's more refined now. He's he's more well versed. Apparently, he apparently he's got a thing, uh, kind of like you remember, like uh, the Bill Murray thing, Murrayisms. Hmm. You know how Bill Murray is it sort of has this like flair for showing up in weird places. Yes. And doing, and apparently, like, yeah, Tom Hanks has a similar thing, like hmm. going to like you know uh, like dorm college dorm parties and stuff, doing the dishes, like this weird stuff. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. the uh, random act of kindness or helpfulness from uh, what yeah, was it, Honda. Oh yeah, <laughs> it Wait. is a, a random fandom for the week of uh, June twentieth. Uh, here we are. It's uh, God. It's another warm one again today here yeah. in our part of the world. It's just gonna get warmer tomorrow. Um, there was a there was a bit of stuff happening over the weekend. I don't know if that's how we want to start this. I guess we should probably uh, let's get things moving here. Let's move things over. That looks better. Yeah. Well, we, we did uh, miss one last week. Did, fairly fairly we did? important. We did. Oh, oh. Um, do we have a slide for it? We do have a slide. It's, oh, our, well, then it's our first slide here. Oh, tonight. sure. Well, then let me let me get moving here. Uh, there we go. Oh, right, right. Legend in the industry. John Ramita Sr. has passed away. Oddly enough, we, we these there's these pieces that happen like like either the day of the show yeah. or like the very next day. It's like, oh, you don't you don't wish stuff like this would happen sooner. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, this, I had almost forgotten about this cause it's been a few days, but yeah, you're right. But yeah. We can't let this one slide by. Um, and already it's been, I don't want to get into the, the negative aspect of what's been going on, but already Disney getting called out for, uh, their handling of him in the Stan Lee documentary. No, oh, I, I have not yet seen it. I have not watched it yet either. It is on my list. Um, but yeah, the, the Stanley documentary, let's talk a little bit more about John senior though. Yeah. A super influential comic book artist. And he's one of the guys that helped define the look of Spider-Man. Right. Um, you know, he also helped create some of the most beloved spider centric characters as well. Like Mary Jane. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, uh, he passed away June 12th, 2023 at his home in uh, floral park, New York on long Island, 93 years old. Wow. Uh, that's a, we can all hope to, to have that many years. Yeah. Yeah. His son uh, announced it and, uh, I hate to say it, but I'm not a fan of his son's work, but fair enough. Fair enough. uh, The statement from Marvel said, uh, millions came to know Ramita through his art and millions more came to know Peter Parker through the unmistakable bold brushwork Ramita brought to his pages. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, he did a fantastic run on the character. He took over artistic duties uh, after Steve Ditko left in 66. Uh, 66. So Spider-Man had been around for, oh my gosh. Uh, had it been, would it been a decade by that point? Uh, not quite. Not quite. No. But within a year, that title became Marvel's top seller. And has remained sort of near the top. It's been flowing, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's X-Men, sometimes it's Avengers, but Spider-Man is consistent. Has been consistently near the top of of sales. Always on my pull list. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, man. Um, We are thinking about John Romita Sr. and, of course, all of uh, his family and everybody who was affected by uh, his work. There's been lots of outpouring so far. Yeah. I don't follow a lot of comic book people online, but even I've been noticing more. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I do follow Larry Hama. Larry has been commenting every time somebody in the industry passes that Larry knew he will always make a comment. Um, but even artists that I do not know have been posting about their experiences with uh, John senior and uh, how so like 
um, he's like a generational influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the guy uh, held the company together yeah. uh, in a period where you know it, it was not profitable to be in the industry, and people were starving for work, and it was up to John to uh, you know to keep a lot of people employed. So, um, yeah, legacy. Yep, man has a legacy, and uh, hopefully the legacy. I mean, obviously the legacy has lived on, but uh, there'll never be another one like him. No. All right. Speaking of uh, not another one like them, this next one, this next news item, by the way, I did get a chance to get a screening in. So I was worried that I was not going to. uh, We are, of course, talking about uh, the flash. That was, I think, the one of the the biggest uh, news items over the weekend. Certainly all over the Internet. And I hate to say it's mostly negative. But I I don't get it. It's. Like, is it just the people well not showing support for Ezra Miller? We we had a similar discussion around Jonathan Major mm. uh, a few uh, a few weeks ago, um, and you can't ignore that. No, you certainly cannot ignore that Ezra Miller has had some personal difficulties. Yeah, that have followed him uh, through his career, and now um, there may be a, a, a portion of the population that are. Uh, that that reflect that in not seeing the film yeah um i saw one uh one headline today that basically said we're at the point now where people are starting to stand up and and basically are saying they're just not going to put up with uh pardon me but shitty behavior from actors in hollywood anymore yeah which is understandable like they're yeah. not above the law. They're no, not, no, of course not. They no. shouldn't be able to skirt it or anything like that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We talked about this sort of briefly on our last show, and it was like, what do you do? We've said it before. How do you separate the art from, from the, the artist? artist? Man, and it's hard sometimes because, like, I believe firmly that uh, the stuff that uh, the Harry Potter lady, uh, Rowling, I believe that that uh, she is genuinely uh, not a nice human being. Yeah. I, I think that she is uh, intolerant and all those things that uh, she's basically doubled down yeah, on and said that she is. declared it. Right. Um, I don't know. Now, I am not as well informed on Ezra Miller's case uh, exactly what's going on. I know that there was some breaking. Breaking and entering. Breaking and some, entering. Uh, assault. Uh, and apparently now it's come to light that he's been grooming children. So this, uh, this is new which, to me, which is terrible. Absolutely. But, I mean, this is, this is like Kevin Spacey level, like, yeah, but they can't just cancel his show. And the way I'm looking at it is like, I'm putting this on the level with Michael Jackson. Okay. Like you can listen to a Michael Jackson song and completely and a- appreciate it, for what it from is. his oh, yeah. outside so. behavior. It's funny because I, I actually, I I have done that. Yeah, I have done like, that. You can still hear people still request Michael Jackson songs, even knowing what he did. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, based on the quality of the product, it's enough to separate it from the human, because it's not just him. Right. There are thousands of other people involved in this that yeah you know, they, yeah, they yeah. put their heart into it. They. I read an article. I read the Variety article uh, on why they think the movie flopped, and and Variety they they didn't gloss over the Ezra Miller thing. They definitely said that is definitely yeah, a factor. It's a huge chunk of it. They also talked. By the way, Flash opened worse than Black Adam by about eleven million dollars. 
Oof. Yeah. So, I mean, it, we're talking about recent superhero, and I know it's apples and oranges, but yeah. when we're talking about recent superhero releases, especially recent DC releases, these are like bottom of the barrel, like, uh oh. Yeah. Um, but the variety thing had said that, you know, part of uh, what happened was that a lot of the, the, the red carpet or the, um, the talk show circuit, nobody was out, promo- almost nobody was promoting the movie. The actors weren't available. Uh, um, I had heard that they basically took Ezra Miller off the books. Like, you, yeah, you they, keep your they mouth just, shut, yeah, don't let back. <laughs> don't let him yeah. out. Don't let him talk to anybody. But he did get a red carpet appearance at the LA premiere. Yeah, he showed up for photos. And he did apparently speak it. to a couple of bloggers. Oh, okay. But I don't think any of the, the bigger news outlets or entertainment outlets got a chance to talk to him. Okay. Now, you and I have both seen the movie. Now that we've sort of aired the dirty laundry part of it. Well, that too. I'm I'm a little bit perturbed at the amount of YouTubers out there that are just slandering the crap out of it. Sure. And not just Ezra Miller. They're like bombing on Machete and the CG and their performances. And it's too much yep. nostalgia and it's too much multiverse. And I'm sorry, if you've read Flashpoint, you know damn well what you're getting into. I think that if you're coming to the flash as a, as a general movie goer, who's not uh, familiar with any of the lore, you might have some stronger opinions, but I mean, I mean this is, this is like peak DC. Yeah. How many reboots yeah. has the DC well, I look back, <laughs> comic universe gone through? One guy even made mention, you know, that the WB had already yeah. tried to tackle the multiverse. They did. But they were tackling Crisis on Infinite Earths, and if you go back in the comics, that was the first time they tried to really. Yeah, the first. Let's make let's straighten out our co- our continuity. Um, multiverse as a as a way to stream on your continuity is is interesting. That's one aspect. But yeah. multiverse as a way to let's expand our storytelling opportunities is something else. Yeah, they are not mutually exclusive. No, and I. I I can't see how people are sick of the concept. Like only recently have Marvel really started pushing the aspect of the multiverse. They, they made it an entire, fa- they're making it an entire phase. Yeah. Um, and they, they, you know, hinted at it. They gave us a little taste to warm us up to it. But I mean, we are the target audience yeah. for these movies. You don't need to sell us on it. We no. already know. Yeah. Just stick close to the source material. And- right. The, the again i go back to the general movie going audience and that's you know studios this I, I i'm not a hollywood insider i don't make movies for a living but i my understanding is that the, through the studio system is it's about getting butts in seats and yeah. it's not they know that you and i are going to go and see this movie yeah. so they they make these movies with knowing that other people are going to have to come and see them in order for them to be profitable yeah that being said you saw it i did see it i saw it last night and what do you think? think? Oh, <laughs> do you want to go first? I loved it. Okay. I was blown away by it. Uh, personal issues aside with Ezra Miller, he delivered a fantastic Barry Allen. Uh, I agree. Um, I said, Kim and I saw this last night. And by the end of it, we were, when we were driving home, I had said, you know, of the superhero movies of 2023. Now what we've had black Adam, we've had Shazam Fury, the gods, uh, ant-man quantum mania yep. guardians, guardians and now 3. the flash i would did i forget anything i don't i don't so. think i forgot anything i would put flash top two top two superhero movies of 2023 so far 
Um, I read a very interesting uh, comment about the movie from uh, from a guy that I know um, um, in Ottawa, and I totally agree when he said, again, all Ezra Miller stuff aside, their performance was so good and so convincing that when they are on screen, you would think that you were watching a movie that is being performed by identical twins. Yeah. And I firmly agree with that without giving anything away. Um, his performance is that good. It is more, and don't get me wrong. It is more of what he was doing in justice league. Yeah. And if you like the character there, this is an expansion of it with self-reflection included. I was thinking actually the other way I was thinking, if you didn't like the flash in justice league because of the antics and the, the, I guess he's sort of the, I don't want to call him the court jester, but I mean, even in the film, small spoiler, he, he calls himself the janitor of the justice league. If you didn't like his, the way that he uh, was portrayed in that movie, it works a whole lot better in his own movie. Yeah. Um, where he's acting off or they are acting off of uh, themselves where Barry Allen is speaking to Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the movie, the movie definitely works. Yeah. Um, the CG did, I mean, that's the other a little bit. <laughs> that's you know. the other elephant in the room, isn't it? This colossal. Well, it's like how how else do you represent it, traveling through time through a multiverse? There, that has been a lot. If you haven't seen the movie yet, there is a lot of talk about this this uh, varying degrees of of CG, and there's some bad CG. And I mean, yeah. when I say bad, it's colossally bad. Like it's like television budget and worse. It's it's ten years old video game bad but you can't blame them because like no they were jumping through hoops like how many times did directors change and script yeah. changes yeah. and like up until i think january of this year they were still shooting another new ending for it right contextually speaking though because of where the bat and it's a couple of times in the movie contextually speaking where the the really bad like the awful like oh did yeah. you do that with a crayon cgi where it is and the context with which you see it it's completely forgivable. Yeah. I won't say why, but it's completely forgivable. So if you are on the fence, if you are, uh, if you can sort of overlook and separate the art from the artist, go see the flash. Yeah. If you have go any, see the flash, if you want those nostalgic beats, yeah. it's yeah. got them in spades. It pays tribute to so much else that came before it. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, do we have a slide on this? No, this no, we don't. Only, okay, so look, we'll leave. We'll hang on to this one because you had mentioned about uh, not that long ago that we're still working on on endings for the film. Yeah, so that's come to light in the last couple of days. That's been sort of talked about. Yeah. So apparently there were three different endings during the three different uh, production teams or or the multiple production teams. Yeah. Uh, the first one was apparently going to be Keaton's Batman, uh, Kale's Supergirl, and they would be standing outside the courthouse. Okay. Uh, ending number two would be Kale's Supergirl, Cavill's Superman, uh, Wonder Woman with Gail Gadot, and Keaton's Batman at the courthouse. And, and then the, the third one, one they, they which is the use. one currently in theaters, is the one that they shot back in January. Which we're not going to talk about. Because no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a big meh. It's a but what? You know what? Even watching that, though, it worked for me. It did, because it I know exactly what he did when... Uh, you get back to the courthouse and the footage is altered 
and it changes the thing is like oh you bugger you still absolutely yeah you still tweaked it yeah so of course you're still not back of in course. your right it's universe. still butterfly effect Ping. yeah even but though you know can... what you just accepted that you're stranded there and that's the way it is yeah that's cool though um so let's uh, by the numbers and i'm not going to reveal identities we had three flashes the minimum three four supermen we had four flashes actually Barry, Barry, Barry. And then one Jay Garrick. Four flashes, correct. So four flashes, four Supermen, two Supergirls, yep. four Batman, one Aquaman, one Wonder Woman. Yeah. Sorry, that's getting into spoilery, spoilery territory. But I was thinking about that on the way home. And yes, those are the numbers. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the nostalgic walkthrough? Oh, I was just like, oh, another one, oh, another one. Oh my God, they put that in there. Yeah. And it yeah, was like, yeah. Yes. Thank you for including that. I also appreciated that, especially seeing uh, uh, Superman and Supergirl yeah. together in the same. Now, now I've heard complaints that why didn't you use live footage from that? Who cares? Yeah, it's still represented. I actually said I was the other way. I'm like, wow, they fully CG'd all of these characters. They did not. They those the actors do not appear in the film credits. No. None of them. Um, but yet, you know, you know, damn, you know who they are. Is. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, The Flash, it was the big uh, the big movie of the weekend. Uh, I I think it was number one at the box office, I even though so. it was even though it only uh, did 55 million, which underperformed their what they were projecting somewhere in the neighborhood of 70, 74 with Monday's take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Muschietti got a, a, a nice little cameo in there. As the, the hot dog eating reporter, I think they called him yep. uh, in the credits. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one one post credit scene if you're planning on going stick around there is one singular post credit scene it's uh meh it doesn't do anything as as you you know this is the last uh film uh so they say of the snyder to have any connection to the snyderverse so um if you've been a snyderverse fan you owe it to stick to the end yeah and that's another thing like i don't think anybody took into account that people would not turn out because there's no point right Unless you're like invested, you love the character. There's no point. This is the end of the line. There's not going to be any more continuations. Story's over. And what are you going to do about it? What Nothing. is there? Yeah. Like now it's in the hands of James Gunn and and uh, Peter Peter Safran. Yeah. Right. Will Snyderverse characters come back in some capacity in uh, some Elseworlds uh, tale somewhere? Maybe. Maybe. Would you like to see that? I I would see more. I, I've heard sir, some fans say, like, especially the Snyderverse, uh, like the Snyderverse, like mega fans who are like, just run the Snyderverse, you know, parallel with. And I'm yeah. like, I don't think there's money to do that. No, there's not, not with uh, what's not. going on. Uh, fabulous trailer for Blue Beetle on this one. Yeah. Um, if you have not seen any of the marketing for Blue Beetle uh, and it's the Jaime Reyes version mm. of Blue, uh, Blue Beetle, go check that out. It's with uh, uh, Sholo. Oh my god, I can't think of his name. Sholo, uh, the kid from Cobra Kai. Yes. Um, and he's fantastic. He's totally fantastic. Yeah. Miguel, Miguel from Miguel Cobra Diaz. Kai. Yeah, Miguel Diaz. Sholo. Oh my god, his real name. Sorry, kid. It's escaping me. I'm so sorry. Anyway, yeah. Great uh Blue Beetle trailer. Yep. All right, so um let's wind that up. I think we've uh, talked enough about the flash. Yeah. Right. Um I, I I was actually taken aback today too. I saw one comment said enough with the Snyderverse. let's get rid of it already 
But oh, I, really, I can't do that. No, I four hour that. cut was awesome. Zack Snyder's Justice League will always be uh, in my top superhero movies. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. Don't get me wrong, I'm a huge. Uh, Henry Cavill is my favorite Superman, and Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman. And I don't make any uh, apologies for that. I love no, you both don't have of them. To. No, no, they're great. They're great. Yeah, All right, where are we going? Uh, begin with. Yeah, where are we going next here? Uh, I guess we're sticking with uh, movies. Movies, we're, and, we're crossing and over movies and comics. We're going to stick with that. But this is an interesting one. You this you one this popped to my up, attention. and I thought yeah. this was quite funny. I almost like there's a Kindle version. I wonder if there's going to be an audio version. Maybe. <laughs> but if you've seen uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, uh, you will know that he has wrote Scott Lang's Scott wrote his Lang. own book. Yeah, yeah. Look out and for and he goes guy. on like a book tour. Well, a bunch of people have decided we're going to bring this book to life. And it is available for pre-order right now on Amazon. What's funny is I, I I went through the link and I went through the listing and it actually is listed as written by Scott Lang. Yes, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> so funny. Written and the way they're doing it is awesome because like they've, instead of uh, like, you know, Stephen King quotes and everything, they've got Bruce Banner quotes and Stephen Strange quotes. Did you do the preview to look at it? I did not. Oh, okay. I would be interested in this. I would be interested in an audio version of this narrated by Paul Rudd. I, that, I think that would be so on the nose. It would be so funny. It would be awesome. <laughs> um, are you going to get it? That's, that, I, I mean, that's know. a full price book, man. That that's, is a full price. Book. Now that that's amazon.ca. Yes. Okay. So that that's your Canadian 36 99 hardcover books are not cheap folks. No. Might um, want to wait for the paperback, but but the Kindle version I think is much more affordable. I yeah, think it was under I, twenty or something. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is from Hyperion Avenue. Is the company doing the publishing company? Yep. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's like an inside joke where they're hinting at maybe Hyperion is going to appear in a future Marvel project. Hyperion, the character. Yeah. Oh, but another Marvel. Uh, another Marvel property. I was going to say another Marvel. Uh, uh, Superman. Superman. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, um, God, I, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the synopsis on the page there, it reads, uh, this is the incredible story of XCON turned world saving superhero in look out for the little guy. Scott Lang shares with the world, a bracingly honest account of his struggles and triumphs from serving time to being a divorced dad to becoming Ant-Man and joining the Avengers. These stories of epic battles won and lost as this every man turned superhero finally tells all from the official account of what really happened between the Avengers and Thanos to how shrinking down to ant size really feels to the challenge of balancing roles as hero and dad. Across his many adventures, big and small, Scott has gathered the wisdom of countless amazing experiences into this, the first memoir from a real life Avenger. Once you learn the unforgettable details of his epic journey, you won't need to be reminded. To look out for the little guy. Look out for the little guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what you get a quote there. There, there is one quote there. It's uh, introduces the man behind the hero and the hero I call friend. I call Bruce friend. Banner, fellow Avenger. Yeah, really. Is that? Uh, oh, wait, wait. It was Scott sitting there when the tacos got blown out of his hand, and, yeah. and Bruce hands him hands a taco. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But this title it'll be released September fifth, twenty twenty three. So. Uh, oh right, right. Watch out for it there. Oh yeah. Um. I buy more books than I read. I don't know if I. I'd like to say that I'm going to get this. I can't guarantee that I will. <laughs> that being said. If any of you guys out there pick this up, let us know how it is. Um, 
we'd love to talk more about it. And I think it, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I, I don't think they've, anybody's ever tried to actually do a book like it's that. Before. So it's very meta. Yeah. It's very meta. Like, I know you can get, uh, you know, prop copies of like the Necronomicon from evil. Oh, Dead sure. Stuff, sure. It's yeah, only yeah. like 10 pages long. Right, Nobody's ever right, tried right, something right. like a memoir. They've done now. Star Wars has done some stuff like that where they did the, uh, they basically did the, the, they were in the kids uh, series, like the, the the book of the Jedi and the book of the Sith, how to mm. be a Jedi, uh, not how to be a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> but they were meta and they're meant for kids. They're the like the yeah. much like youth sort of uh, targeted books. Yeah. But I do think this might be the first uh, sort of adult take at it. Yeah. yeah should um, be good though. Wow. Sticking with Mar- uh, well, I guess it's not necessarily Marvel. Marvel it's and- it's uh, going to the parent company. We're talking about Disney. Wow. Uh, looks like the writer strike is starting to uh, have an effect on uh, a bunch of properties as we predicted it would yep. the longer that it, it uh, yeah. And here we are. Um, that being said, I wanted, ah, I didn't have enough time. I wanted to put a, a slide together for like the, the new original, original to old, uh, uh, sorry, original to the new. Do we have, we don't have, uh, that, we do have we? a list of the new, oh, we got a list. Stuff. Okay. Well we can read it anyway. Yeah. Um, so a lot of your favorite uh, upcoming properties from Disney, whether it's uh, Star Wars or Marvel, uh, a, a lot of those slots, you know, because the, the studios actually book their release slots years, years in advance. advance. Well, they just got shuffled. Yep. <laughs> now, um, what do we got here? We've got uh, the December 2025 Star Wars movie is no longer in December, uh, but a second Star Wars movie is coming out later, uh, December 18th. 2026 so we've got a new movie added to the slate and the one that was coming in december will now be may 22nd 2026 weird so two in one year is not bad uh oh so all of the avatar all of the avatar sequels i'm not going to go through this all just know that as of right now the the fifth and final avatar movie is coming out in december 2031 it sounds far away, doesn't it? It does. We got we were what? Uh what it's 2023. We got the way of water earlier this year, making it what? F- uh, f- uh 2009. Uh uh, so, uh four, 14, 14, 15 years. Are we still I said, are we gonna be interested about in this movie when it came out? I went and saw it. I was entertained. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, uh it's on Disney Plus now. I do you know can that. watch it. Um Will we still be interested in Avatar in 2031? Oh, these movies got to be like like exponentially better. Uh, mind you, I just well, love movies. So Avatar 3 is supposed to be out in 2025. So well, that's, that's not as far away, but do we know when in 2025? Uh, December 9th. December. Okay, so it's still like the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, bulk of the Marvel slate has also been moved. Uh, Captain America, Brave New World, uh, to be the May uh, comic book day for 2020, May 2024, but... now August uh, yeah. 26th, 2024. So that's oh, not too, too bad. Months. Thunderbolts, uh, from December 2024. Oh, sorry, Thunderbolts to December 2024. Blade now February 2025. Fantastic Four, May 2025. And uh, Avengers Kang Dynasty is moving from May 2nd, 2025 to May 1st, 2026, which now moves the Secret Wars movie to May 7th, 2027. Now, the silver lining is 
and I think this is a good thing because we all want this. Yes. At least I do. Very much so. Deadpool. Deadpool is actually getting bumped up. up. Uh, originally slated to uh, come out November 8th, 2024. We're going to get it a few months earlier now. Deadpool 2, uh, sorry, 3, coming out May 3rd, 2024. So that will be your free comic book day movie. Uh, yes, it will. God, I hope it's good. Oh, I can't see it being bad. <laughs> I really hope it's good. Uh, did you guys have any, do you have any interest in the live action Moana? Um, I'm curious, but I think it's way too soon. I'm, to I'm curious as well. Boat. Mind you, of the recent animated Disney films, it's one of my favorites. Maybe because I've watched it a million times with my granddaughter. Yeah. And at the same time, it's, you know all the songs. It's good. I don't know them all. I know them to hear them. You I know the main songs. I couldn't sing along with them. You know, you can be so shiny. <laughs> shiny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, live action Moana, uh, June 27th, 2025 uh and then uh wow i didn't even know that was happening we're getting another alien movie? i did not know this either did you know i didn't know that no but it's nothing to do with uh oh ridley scott no 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 so, well ridley scott kind of did put his stamp on it with uh, prometheus and uh, prometheus alien resurrection now did he he didn't direct that did he uh i know he did prometheus definitely directed prometheus um and then they tried to tie it and wasn't uh, there alien firmly. covenant yeah alien, alien covenant was the the next one okay Right. Fed, 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 Fed Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be directing an alien movie uh, coming out August 16th, 2024. There we go. Wow. That's a long list. Um, wow. What did we miss here? We got two untitled Star Wars movies, uh, May 22nd, 2026, uh, December 18th, 2026. And I think we, yeah, as we said, yeah, we, all, we of covered the, those. all of the avatars. If anybody ever even cares, <laughs> someone will Some, care sometime before you're, uh, you know, uh, pensioned. <laughs> yeah. Just like the Flash, someone will care. No, you're right. Somebody will care. Uh, sticking with Marvel news for a minute, we got a new trailer this week. Mm -hmm. you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. this one. Okay. Uh, so coming out in October, I've only watched it once. It's not bad, but it's it's definitely a head scratcher. I uh, like this artwork, by the way. This artwork is like based on a piece of comic book artwork it's and fantastic loving how closely they matched it yet the trailer does not deliver on that no uh craven the hunter is coming from uh sony yeah and what we know so far uh craven aka sergey Cravenoff, will be played by aaron taylor johnson looks good though and yeah like he's not uh he's not so far out of it that it's unbelievable but you know you may know him from his previous roles as kick-ass and then the MCU's version of Quicksilver. I also think of him as the uh, uh, the Marine in uh, Godzilla. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, we know that Russell Crowe will be playing his father. It, with another weird accent. Yeah. Well, he's supposed <laughs> to be like, you know. Romanian or something. Romanian or. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a, I don't want to say Sokovian, but somewhere over there. Okay. But that uh, fictitious uh, middle yeah, uh, uh, Eastern Europe some, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ariana DeBose will be playing Calypso, which I did not know the character was going to get included, but that's uh, an interesting no development for me. I'm not familiar with this character. Uh, Calypso, if you go back to the actual comic book origins, is the one yeah. who gives him his powers. 
Oh. She gives him a potion that, you know, gives him the super strength, the speed, and all that. They don't make it look that way in the trailer. No, no, they, they don't. They make it look... Uh, well, I got, we'll get to that okay, in a okay, second. Okay, fair enough. But uh, I, I'm glad they're including her in, in some capacity. Uh, all right. Next up, we have uh, Alejandro Nivola, who will play Aleski Stidovich, a.k.a. the Rhino. I saw that. You want to hear why they call me the Rhino? This, yeah. Uh, this is definitely a departure from the comics where he was basically an enforcer who got put in a suit. In a, yeah, the rhino and suit. now he's basically mutating and transforming into a rhino creature. So this movie, are we far enough along where they'll actually drop the M word on this? I don't know. He's a mutant. Maybe. Maybe. I, I I'm know. just I'm just speculating at this point. Uh, like, you know, as far as it went, I I was a fan of Paul Giamatti's Rhino in Amazing in the too. suit. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, yeah. that was the ultimate universe version of him. I, I like. It wasn't the MC like the six one six, but close enough. Didn't care for the giant uh, ch- uh, Gatling gun on the arm. It but matched it was, up to the ultimate yeah, comic. Okay, I didn't know because it was like the giant mech suit there. Right, right. Yeah. I did like that. I mean, I would like giant mech suits, anyways. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Fred Heckinger playing Dmitry Smirnikov, uh, <laughs> aka the Chameleon. And Sorry, I did you Smirnikov like murder? Smirnikov. <laughs> oh, Smir Smirdyakov. Yeah, Smirdyakov. Now, if they're following the comics, it's actually going to be Dmitry Kravenov. Spoiler. I thought it was like S Murderkov, <laughs> Murderkov, because <laughs> uh, he is actually Craven's half brother. Oh, really? Yeah. But oh, he's the chameleon in the okay, comics, okay. and it will be directed by J.C. Chandor. J.C. Chandor. Do we know their work? I did not look further okay, into his enough. work. But uh, the synopsis of the film reads that Craven the Hunter is the visceral story about how and why one of Marvel's most iconic villains came to be set before his notorious vendetta against Spider-Man. Aaron Taylor Johnson stars as the titular character in the R-rated film. So we got a couple of things happening right there. One, they it's an R-rated They're movie. They're going R. Yeah. They just name dropped Spidey. They did. So they are going that's on the nose. That is. That's like almost saying that these characters will meet at some point. Well, there is actually one frame in the trailer that pretty much confirms that. Okay. Um but before oh, we get there to that it is. Frame, <laughs> uh, the twist on his origin seems to be, you know, he gets attacked by a radioactive lion. By a lion. Yeah. And uh, a, a drop of blood enters him and for whatever reason imbibes him with all these crazy animals. Kind of go all Dr. Moreau here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, maybe it's the drop of lion's blood plus a potion from Calypso that uh, does the trick. Yeah. Because, you know, his dad's standing there and he's like, yeah, he's weak. Like his mother, leave him. Oh, right. Right. So they leave him for dead. Yeah. But, uh, and then he goes on a, a murder rampage. Yeah. To avenge yeah. himself. Yeah. Because he, he <laughs> says in the trailer, his father brings evil into the world yeah. and he takes it out. So he's coming from a somewhat noble position, but you know, here's the thing. Now this, this just reminds me now who's making this. Is this, is this sound like, Okay. Sony's Spider-Verse. So we're we're doing the same thing that we just did with Morbius. Yeah. We're taking Morbius and we're turning him on his nose and we're making him anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I, I there's a, also a line in here delivered from his brother and he says, You're just like dad. You're just another dude after a trophy. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, he could fall to that I when suppose, he yeah. was like, I need bigger game. Well, I mean, look at the end of uh, at the end of Morbius when that was like, oh, we got a little thing. Yeah. And it was like, oh, maybe he is going to do some evil stuff. Yeah. 
but uh, it does look like we're going to get a somewhat comic accurate depiction of now, him. Now that doesn't line up neatly with the key art that we saw earlier, but that's we're yeah. getting there. We're getting closer. We're to getting his, there. Uh, you know, the vest with the big lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So complete with the eyes the eyeballs yeah. staring at you like oh man you really all went all in yeah he goes savage but uh this frame here he's in a forest <laughs> lake and there are thousands of spiders descending upon him mm. so if that's not like a foreshadow i don't know what is that's very interesting yeah i wonder if any of them will be red and blue <laughs> maybe probably not but let's just make it a little more on the nose yeah but there's one there that is pretty damn close to the insignia on uh oh yeah chest so of course of course yeah that's super cool yeah so that is our look at craven so i don't know i'm in if you're just tuning in right now everybody it's uh wes and andy for fandom power it's uh tuesday night it's uh of course it's random fandom the show where we hang out with you guys and just talk about what's going on in the last week or so in entertainment news hopefully you're uh, enjoying the show guys you got anything you want to talk about hit us up in the uh in the live chat whichever platform you're watching on or you can uh pick up the phone and you can call us up on the whatsapp uh, the whatsapp link it is in the description of the video on uh, every platform uh, and yeah, you can be a part of the show. Yeah. Now, what are we going to talk about next? Well, this one's fun. Uh, well, not so much fun, but uh, essential, I guess. The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. Coming to Disney. Plus. The Norton Hulk. That's right. I've been following this very loosely, and the 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 social media chatter. I I could not find anything to verify this. Now they're like, oh, it's on Disney Plus. Okay, so. That brings up this question of rights again. And it's Apparently like the rights have reverted to what rights, Disney. what rights though? Distribution rights. I think to the character. I, I could not find anything to say definitively that that's what it is because the, the only thing that I read was that they're still okay to use the Hulk in team ups, but they still can't do a solo Hulk movie, which hmm. says that, okay. Universal still has the solo rights to Hulk. Uh, question mark? what i was reading uh the rights have now switched to disney and marvel i'm but i'm all for it yeah because like uh it's gonna factor in here shortly uh because with uh captain america brave new world yeah we're gonna see the return of Liv tyler's betty ross that's right uh tim blake nelson as samuel stearns yeah and harrison ford will be taking up the role of thaddeus thunderbolt ross well, that we knew from the the Captain America, yeah, from the uh, the set photos. But yeah, if that's not your core Hulk, you know, there was also so I, I not I know we're talking about the Hulk, but you've just brought up uh, the Ross thing. Did you check out the pants? They're all ripped, so the ripped chances pants. are good. So we're going to get a red Harrison Ford uh, uh, sitting on his director's chair on the set of Brave New World. Anthony Mackie's leaning in, talking to him, and. If you for the astute uh, who are looking at this image, if you look at Harrison Ford's pants, they are tattered and torn, mm. very Hulkish, very Red Hulk. So yeah, there's some talk. Well, we've Hulk. got our Modoc now. We've had a Modoc. We've had a Modoc. A Modoc. Mm -hmm. And I, having seen it, you know what? I can forgive the giant head. <laughs> I didn't mind it actually. Yeah. Um, like the Aaron Cross version. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Yeah. But uh, now that you have him and you have Samuel Stearns, yeah. you're like two steps away from the intelligentsia and you get your Red Hulk. Uh, okay. So. Okay. 
So we're not a hundred percent sure that it's distribution or it's character or like rights. full on everything. I don't okay, know. We'll have to, sure. fo- we'll have to follow up on that one. Regardless, the but, movie is on Disney plus. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just like Iron Man, uh, those first few uh, movies were not distributed by no Marvel. They were just dist- Iron Man was distributed by Paramount. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And this is go. following the addition of uh, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spidey movies, too. They're right. Also right, right. Available. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So, now, so Sony really is playing nice with them. They, Mind you, Sony doesn't have well should. They don't have their own streaming service yet. doesn't matter. Like. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> that begs the question. If Sony and Marvel can play nicely and get along, why can't the rest? Will Universal be able to do the same? I don't know what it means for Marvel. I know where the Sony universe is concerned, that if Marvel were to somehow gain, uh, get those rights back, it opens up something in the neighborhood of like 600 more characters, characters that they could use. Yeah. I don't know what that means for for the Hulk. Like, how many ancillary characters are exclusive to Hulk? Well, you've got like your uh, Thunderbolt Ross, your Samster, Benny Ross. Okay, yeah. So quite. Uh, a- I'm assuming at some point uh, Rick Jones. Yeah. But would he- you say that there would be as many as there were with Spider Man, like in the hundreds? Probably. Wow, I am so Nothing not like as notable as what you would get out of Spider Man, but. I am so not informed on that. <laughs> but you'd get uh, the Pantheon group. You'd get a whole bunch of like alternate monsters. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm going to let you take this next one. because Oh, it's my right God. Okay, it's right alley. up my alley. But the funny thing is, this is not one that I will buy. No? I have no interest in this because this was a character in the Japanese continuity. Fair enough. Uh, later on. So we've got... Uh, Takara uh, and Hasbro teaming up to uh, roll out the uh, Transformers uh, train bot. Now, I don't think that this is based on a character that appeared in the in animation. The no, there is. There is a bunch of train Transformers from the Japanese continuity. So maybe Weren't this one they, is a like, little different. Triple changers, though. Mm, there was a triple changing train. Uh, uh, G one. Uh, oh my God, Astro Train. Yeah, Astro Train, a space shuttle, and a train. But no, there were actual like bullet train guys that were like transforming trains they never made it here to north america so i mean it, there are fans out there who love them i am not one of them but not this this is uh and i don't even know how to say this it's a uh, mpg 06 con con kane kane con sure it's one of those it's a train guy just put a giant CN on that. I think that would look great. Yes. Make room, Transformers fans. The authentic Takara Tomy Transformers Masterpiece MPG-06 Trainbot Khan is rolling into your collection as part of the Transformers Masterpiece G series. Transformers G1 Trainbot Khan converts between robot, train car, and combiner modes. Hmm. Combiner modes? To combine uh, with other Transformers Masterpiece G figures uh, from Layden, uh, Raiden? Each sold separately. Along with premium deco and detail, this figure in original packaging with Japanese language instructions includes a power laser blaster, light sword weapon accessory, rail piece, and joint piece available for pre-order now on HasroPulse.com. Back to you, Andy. No. All right. <laughs> he looks felt, super poseable. I felt like I was train, in a game though. show there for a second. <laughs> I felt like I was Rod Roddy. There you go. Describing the product. How much would you bid? That's right. Now, what's your bid? One dollar, Bob. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. I love Transformers. Like, universally, I love Transformers, even the bad ones. But this is so outside of my wheelhouse. 
I won't be collecting this. Um, well, you remember when we had the yeah. store, I had a few people come in asking me about their model train sets. And I'm just yeah. like, no, no, I don't want to buy your model train sets. Sorry. I'm not, but you know, it's a Lionel. I know. I know. And I get it. I mean, but guys of our age now, I am closer to 50 than I am to 40, but that I'm still did not grow up with the railroad. The railroad was a thing in the past when I grew up. So it just, I have no connection to it. Therefore I have no connection to our, uh, well, I have a slight connection then. Do you? Well, yeah, my dad had, uh, basically just an oval track. Yeah. On a piece of plywood and this little electric train. Oh, sure. That he would let us play with. And yeah, you know, we weren't gentle with it, but. It was a nice little train. <laughs> Did you hear about it when it was, uh, when you weren't gentle with it? Yeah, a little bit. We still have it though. <laughs> it's tucked away in a cabinet. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of things going on in transformers. Uh, too much for me to keep up with. I was actually, I, I actually got, I got a new transformer this week. Ooh. Um, actually I got two, I got two of them. Hold on. Hold on. What'd you get? I got the most reviled character in G1 history, by the way. Uh, in the form of uh, studio series uh, core class wheelie wheelie say wanna play <laughs> the most reviled character in transformers ever but you know yeah, what more than i love him <laughs> give me that matrix back you bastard <laughs> um no uh and th- it totally fits in with my uh uh my collector theme uh, is i i collect uh, transformers from the g1 continuity um season one and two of the television series as well as the 86 movie and so when they make a new mold if the mold if i think it's better than the one that i already own i will replace it and although i'm not happy with the price point and the fact that the robot has gotten smaller i also picked up the uh, leader class uh blitzwing here in the uh transformers legacy evolution series neat and while I actually think he has a horrific, uh, horrific tank mode, look at that. That's a, a, what you would call visible cockpit syndrome. I don't know why it's sticking out there. Um, the plane mode looks okay, but that robot mode is so juicy. <laughs> I cannot wait to get this open, but I'm not opening anything until you are until done. my renovation is done. <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah. The cave here is uh, going to be turned upside down. I don't know what we're going to do when it when it actually comes time to renovate this room it's 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 coming though it's coming this year so we may either postpone or move things around i don't know we'll figure it out transformers uh sticking with toys for a minute here let's see what we got next oh yeah what do you know uh the haslab update they have released the uh, next unlockable reach goal uh when they get to sixteen thousand orders they're going to unlock uh a new assault commander was it assault commander helicopter pilot Sorry. yeah so uh, this character jane glenda mulligan do you know anything about this character i do not know anything this about is an international character is it uh it's a originally was a repaint of scarlet okay and so they've kept that sort of uh that uh truthfully they've kept it to that you can see the sort of the starbursts on her gloves fair enough they're, they're the scarlet gloves so this is yeah this is okay. a repaint of of scarlet so not not huge in in north america but there are fans out there that yeah. that know who this character is and and certain this must appeal to somebody well, of course it will um but currently they're sitting at uh, <laughs> they're currently sitting at 13,698 backers so there's a little bit left to go before we get this one this is exactly what we talked about 
the, the it was a stratospheric like we yeah. crossed the finish line in like, like 26 hours. hours yeah it, no time to get back and now we're like oh we're just gonna drag our feet now yeah and i've already seen some of the the, the comments i'm waiting to see the stretch goals you either want the thing which is the dragonfly or you don't waiting for stretch goals i'm sorry you're it's stupid it's absolutely ridiculous. You either want the thing or you don't. Yeah. And if you're wanting it to resell it, whatever. Then buy your five and be done. Yep. Yep. Back the thing or don't. But don't wait for the... You want the thing or you don't. If you want the figures, <laughs> wait for it, man. How many times have we seen uh, stuff like this happen and they do like a mainline release down the road? Yep. Or somebody gets it and they're like, I don't want the figures. I just yeah, want the Certainly. Seen lots of those comments. Anybody getting a, a an extra dragonfly and they don't want the thing because I'll buy it off you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I feel sorry for that for people who actually want the figure but don't want the dragonfly. Thing. Right? That's unfortunate. But that speculative collecting thing. Yeah. <laughs> All or nothing. <laughs> oh wait, we got more we, GI. We got Joe a little news. bit more. Yeah, a little bit more GI Joe news. What else we got? We've got. So they announced earlier this week, uh, Desert Commando Snake Eyes and Tunnel Rat. Uh, before we talk about Tunnel Rat, because I I do want to talk about Tunnel Rat. Does this line need another Snake Eyes? <laughs> How many Snake Eyes are there right now? Uh, I don't know. There's the Double Zero Snake Eyes the with the weapons rack. There's the the mainline release, which is that same figure without all the accessories. There's the commando one, the, the the original 82 Snake Eyes version. Mm-hmm. Um, now this one, so that's at least four. And isn't there like oh, and then there's the deluxe version. There's the oh, there's the, that's five, and then there's the deluxe version that came with timber. Yes. So six. We've got six Snake Eyes in a line uh, that doesn't have you know the full <laughs> original yeah, 82 roster, yeah. roster. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many Snake Eyes I have? Zero. Zero. Oh, I got a double zero. I'll sell you if you want it. Maybe we can talk about that after. Now the other one though, Tunnel Rat. Tunnel I've already Rat. pre-ordered him. You did. Okay, he is one of the ones on my list. I asked this before. Is Tunnel Rat not the character that is was originally uh, modeled after Larry Hama? And I don't think the I can original that originally after. I kind of want to say it is. Larry Hama's likeness was the was the inspiration for the original Tunnel Rat character. I'll use some finger magic as you would say. <laughs> finger magic. <laughs> Look for that in our merch shop uh, pretty soon. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Tunnel Rat, of course, uh, enjoyed uh, a sort of uh, not a resurgence, but uh, do you remember when they did uh, G.I. Joe Renegades? Vaguely. He was a main character. Hmm. They only had just a handful of Joes. It was uh, Roadblock, Duke, Scarlet, uh, and Tunnel Rat on the run. Um, but yeah. Oh, and Snake Eyes. Sorry. Uh, according to Wikipedia, you are correct. It oh, okay, it is on yeah. the uh, the Godfather of yeah. GI Joe, the man who Larry wrote Hama. who wrote uh, the the bulk of the bios for uh, for most of these characters. Yeah. Larry Hama, of course, being a Vietnam veteran himself, uh, this is a nice homage, Tunnel Rat, uh, mm. which was an actual job that uh, that some U.S. soldiers were tasked with performing. Uh, in Vietnam, here's a flashlight and a pistol. We saw it, of course, in uh, um, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump yes. got to do a little uh, tunnel in clear. the hole with you. Yeah, get in. Not a job that I would want to do. Yeah, 
Yeah, so uh, just more, like Winnie the Pooh, more GI Joe classified series. God, if you're a GI Joe collector right now, I you guys are so lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are getting some good stuff. Uh, what this else? One oh, I just wow. saw today. Uh, funny because I also saw this one today, and I thought, ooh, that actually looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked a little bit earlier about the Blue Beetle trailer, trailer. at the beginning of the Flash. Well, and... McFarlane is ready. Ah, boom. So uh, the Blue Beetle movie wave apparently has arrived. It's available for pre-order now at uh, select retailers. It's a seven-inch scale figure and includes two energy rings, an energy sword, an energy construct, and collectible art card with base. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Is he coming with that, like... The wings? No, the the Gigamonga sword. Buster sword that Uh, he... uh... I don't believe so, but there is another version already announced that is battle mode. So I'm guessing he comes with like the wings and that would be pretty cool. Some more extras. Once again, McFarlane knocking it out with uh, characters that you don't have to look at their human face. No. <laughs> Wait, like, there'll be a gold label version with no mask on and it'll be like, ah! <laughs> like every other figure, like uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Batman. You know what though? The 12 inch doesn't look too bad. Is it a gallery statue though? No, it's 12 inch. Oh, sorry. Like I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of, uh, of diamond select when I said gallery. Yeah. That's not what I meant to say. Yeah, no, this is another McFarland. Okay. okay. I saw it at GameStop. I was like, you know what? That's not bad. I saw a photograph the other day. It has nothing to do with the blue beetle, but I did see a photo the other day. Somebody had their, uh, seven inch NECA 89 Batman standing beside the Keaton Batman from the flash. Nice. <sighs> the suits, the suits look great, but again, it, it it does not look like uh, all right where are we going next here right, we got an announcement here an announcement <gasps> nothing for us but somebody else is doing something so we figured what? we might as well announce it here too okay what do we got katie sackoff blah 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 is announcing blah, blah, blah. her own podcast now we do have a uh, video clip oh, okay cool. coached from uh, her channel to uh, kind of get you some details on it oh, cool. so uh, let's play that now let's have a listen Hi everyone, it's Katie Sackoff here. I know you haven't seen me for a while and for that I apologize, but I really was having sort of trying to figure out what I'm actually doing here. Um, I wanted to bring you more content and more often. And so I'm getting into the podcast game. We're gonna air all of our episodes here and I am so excited, you guys. This has been something that I've been thinking about doing for a really long time and it was literally born from the YouTube channel. I had so much fun doing the episodes and talking to people that I knew a little about, people that I knew a lot about and just having really, really fun conversations. So that is what we're doing here at Blah 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 with Katie Sackoff is having real, honest, conversations and they're going to be fun and engaging and I mean that's the hope anyway um (laughs) um, but the goal is to just have real conversations with people that um that I find really really interesting that I that I think would be a fun listen so um I hope that you will come along on this new journey like subscribe if you haven't done that stuff already do it now because we're gonna have guest announcements and episodes dropping weekly and there are special things that you can actually come and participate in what yes um and it's just gonna be really really fun and we're going to take what was started a few years ago with my husband and just 
grow the community even bigger. That's the goal is to just keep this community getting bigger and have some amazing fun episodes and guests. So again, like subscribe, you'll be able to watch here, but also listen. So like if you're in your car and you don't want to see my face, it's okay. That's okay. I don't hold it against you. You can listen. It's fine. Um, but I hope you do come and watch here because it's going to be really fun. I just finished my interview with my first guest. Um, and if you can, can't tell, I'm like so excited. Um, this interview was everything I wanted these interviews to be. It was real and honest and touching. And I learned so much about this person, about the industry and our working relationship. Um, it was just a really beautiful conversation and it could have gone forever. Um, so if you're expecting 20 minute interviews, this is not that show. Um, I, th this is, this is a good one. I'm excited. Thank you so much. Thank you for sticking around and waiting for over two years of no new, new content. And I cannot wait to come back on a weekly basis to you. Thank you. And I will see you very soon. Bye. Two years? Apparently she's been- Holy uh, cow. She's been mandalorian That's true. I was gonna say, what do you mean I haven't seen you in a while? You're, you're, you're Bo-Katan. I see you almost weekly. True. <laughs> I didn't know that she was dipping her toes in the. Uh, yeah, well, she's just just starting, so uh, I'll go over and sign up. And she must have. She said she got a YouTube channel, so we should def, we should probably go check that out. Yeah, um, actually, we've already subscribed. Oh, thank you very much. I would watch that. I yeah. I I'm a fan. I I like her work. Given her connections to like the people in the sci-fi industry, I'm betting she's gonna have some super interesting people on. I her. would think so. That's the thing that I was I've been listening to is uh, Gates McFadden's podcast, and she does a she does a similar thing where she basically uh, talks to uh, other Star Trek actors, nice. but doesn't really talk a lot of Star Trek. She just talks about other, you know, talk. Tell me about you know growing up. Tell me about your life, and it's these, they're cool little interviews. Yeah, so because like I'm I'm sure they're sick of talking about like oh you know how did you play against Boba Fett or how yeah 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 yeah. So I mean if Katie does something similar to that and she gets maybe some of the Battlestar cast on or uh, yeah some of the Mandalorian cast, I'm in. I think she's gonna be great. I think yeah. she's uh, it'll be cool. Uh, hopefully, long it's... format. You know, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean so definitely go wink, check wink, out. Nerd, nerd. Uh, and like she said go like and subscribe hopefully she shoots her videos not with a cell phone yeah <laughs> i'm sure she can uh, shooting the promo was great though i mean yeah. hey i mean that, she, she's out there so that might have been me though oh that's fine so that's totally fine but yeah all right katie Stackoff, blah 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 podcast uh apparently available very soon very soon yeah, yeah. All right, where are we going next? We're going over to Netflix. Yeah. Man, I, so I still have yet to finish the animated series. And everybody I speak to is like, oh, you what? You haven't watched it yet? No, I haven't. I did watch that live action movie from, it was Ang Lee did that. I think so, yes. And because I wasn't married to the cartoon, I didn't find the movie to be that bad. Diverse. Now, that being said, I have watched the first handful of the first season of Last Airbender. Uh, so I am familiar with what these characters look like in animation. And I have to say, based on that alone, what we are looking at here is pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, on Twitter this week, they announced uh, the first or gave us the first on-screen looks for uh, 
Ang, yeah, uh, Katara, Saku, yeah. and Zuko. I'm sold. Uh, they look like who they're supposed like they're to supposed look like. To. Yeah, they look who like who they're supposed to look like. Yeah. Now this so. is going to be a series, I believe. So series. on Netflix. Are you going to watch it? I'll get to it. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't have the same. Well, I mean, we obviously won't have the anime eyeballs. Bing, no. Bing. So if they can, if they can tone it that part of it down a little bit and engage me a little bit more at the front end, I'm sure uh, I will definitely give this a chance. Yeah, it's uh, set to debut in 2024 at some point. So well, I mean, we're, we're little still bit, a little, little ways, ways off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a short little teaser out there right now that just kind of phases through the uh, the different emblems for the Water Tribe, the Earth Kingdom, the Fire Nation, and yeah. the Air Nomads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it doesn't give you much more than that, other than you know, a little bit of a. I'm I'm going to take a run at our actors here now. Forgive me because uh, I'm not always so good at this. We've got uh, Gordon Cormier as Aang. <sighs> Kiawantio? Yeah. As Katara. Ian Usley as Soka. And Dallas Liu as Zuko. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if I said that wrong, if yeah, I said, I if I pronounce did. anybody's names wrong, I sincerely apologize. I think you did okay. Okay. And I don't know their work. I, I can't tell you anything that no. any of these people have been in. Um hopefully this is uh, this works out for them i hope it's it's successful yeah um i'm interested i want to see this well if it's anything like they did for the dark crystal like they put everything behind that and i don't know why that didn't go further but if they do the same here it'll be awesome hope so hope so uh, the next thing we're going to talk this is kind of funny this is kind of funny this is funny um before i bring I, i'm not going to bring up the slide uh right away cuz actually i want to <laughs> Once upon a time, kids, uh, before uh, we were full time uh, in the podcast. In fact, if you go back and you watch some of our earlier uh, video episodes, video you will you will see um, we moved uh, from our previous uh, recording location. Uh, I ran a small retail business, as some of you know, and uh, we ran a toy store uh, for about six years or so. And finally, you know, when COVID came around, it was bad for the business. It was great for the podcast because we, we had a dedicated place to record. Um, but the store never quite recovered uh, from COVID. And and plus, my interests just really changed, um, which is good for fans of our show because that gave me more time to dedicate to what we do here. And, you know, I had to go through the whole ups and downs of what it's like to close a store. And lo and behold... This week, now wait a minute, wait, wait. No, should I lead with the picture? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Earlier this week, I get a message from a friend, a, a, a mutual friend of ours saying, Hey, Wes, did you see this? And uh, um, they sent me this image from uh, Community Votes in the Kawarthas. We live in the Kawartha region, by the way, saying, We love local business. Congratulations to early nominees, Silver Screen Toys and Collectibles. For being nominated in the best toys category. See the full list here, which is kind of funny because we permanently closed the store six months ago. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I think that's cool. We're still getting voted the best. That's cool. Six months closed, baby, and we're still at the top. We're still running with the pack. <laughs> Uh, oh, this, this actually kind of, 
it kind of brightened my week when I got that. But then at the same time, it reminded me of why I'm not in the business anymore, uh, living in a small town and, and getting virtually, uh, I wouldn't say no, but uh, very little, little support from the, from the community that clearly doesn't know that we don't exist anymore. So uh, yeah. thanks for the nomination, but uh, you're uh, six months too late. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. What is going on here? So this one here, uh, this caught me by surprise. Um, is that? That is. That's Emma Frost. That is Emma Frost. That's Tony Stark. That is Tony Stark. What and, are they doing? And the info here says you are cordially invited to the wedding of Anthony Edward Stark and Emma Grace Frost. Attire is Hellfire Formal and Orcus Raid to follow. What, what What's going on here? So currently in the comics uh stark tech has been taken over by an anti-mutant guy and he oh. is using tony stark's technology to build new sentinels no way so like basically iron man sentinels are currently coming after the mutant community and uh i don't know where this union is springing from but apparently debuting in september uh there's two issues come. Both are written by Gary Duggan. Okay. Uh, with art by Stefano Cassiel. Yeah. Caselli, sorry. Uh, X-Men number 26. And uh, Juan Frigeri, I'm sorry if I've mispronounced that, uh, on Invincible Iron Man number 10. Okay. Uh, as well as a connecting cover for both issues. But uh, apparently uh, they are marrying together. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Now, wait, now she's flip-flopped back and forth over the years, right? Yeah, she's been like an evil villain to a teacher to villain to, you know, headmaster of a school. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently this is going to be a surprise to the mutant community, uh, but readers are invited to check out the wedding that will take place in Iron Man number 10. So as soon as you said Stark Tech making new Sentinels, I'm in. Like, give me the movie now. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's armor wars yeah so he's with lost X-Men? control of his company and they're doing bad stuff with it oh man that's gonna be interesting um are you are you reading iron i man? am not currently reading iron man no are you going to i don't know maybe okay fair enough we'll see but uh, yeah these ones they come out in september so uh watch the shelves then yeah um <laughs> that's gonna be interesting where's my movie yeah all right this next one's kind of sad. Uh, I don't know who this is. Um, you might. Uh, do you know? Do you remember the song "Blue Da Ba Dee Da Ba Da"? By yes, I, I do. I do. Well, there's a new song. It's called "I'm Good." Okay. And it uses the same tune, but it's by BB Rexa. Well, she was performing in New York a couple nights ago. Oh wow! And uh, apparently, some dingus in the crowd thought it was a good idea to wing a cell phone at her. Is that what that is? That is what that is. And he clipped her right in, right in the eye orbit. Yeah, and she needed three stitches. And uh, but she's apparently, you know, okay now. Did they find the? Oh yeah, phone they, chucker. They, they found him and they arrested him. I would hope so. Um, yeah, she was struck in the face with a cell phone, and. Uh, What's his name here? Nicholas Malvagna. Is this our perp? This is our perp. He's okay. 27 years old. 27 from New Jersey. Uh, he's arrested, accused of throwing the phone and charged with assault for using a cell phone as a weapon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. No, but, but the, uh, the, the charge as read it, reads funny. It sounds weird. It's weird. And to watch the clip, 
is a little bit weirder. Oh, there's a clip? There is a clip. Do we have it? It comes from a couple, multiple different angles because, okay. again, you know, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, in the crowd yeah. has their cell phones up. Sure. So, so uh, we get to see it a couple different ways. Yeah, here and you go. know there's going to be someone out there going to put it to music and it's going to be. At some point. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. She, she like went down, like, man, I got a pretty big phone. Like I got a Google phone, but like get a good spin on that. That thing hits with some force that what, whatever was lobbed at her looked bigger than my phone. Yeah. And plus you put a case on that thing, like a really uh, impact resistant. It's a good thing. We're muted when the videos are watching because you would have heard me going, Oh, as she was taking it in the face. Oh, I don't wish that on anybody, even no. if I don't like your music. That's yeah. not nice. Uh, why would you go to a concert just to do that? No, that's uh, who can afford to throw a phone away? Yeah, come on. All right. Well, I'm sorry that that happened to her. Yeah. So uh, uh, all the best for her speedy recovery. Yeah, and as and, for uh, uh, the other guy, man, yeah, go get, get, what, get what's coming. Jerk. To you. you jerk. Oh, Hank's not here to talk about this. No, one. This, oh. this one comes from Hank. So I figured we should at least include it. But I mean, as I was going throughout my day and, and the news was coming across, even I reacted to this because it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, the latest issue of Dr. Afra, uh, issue number 32. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Apparently Afra kidnaps Luke Skywalker in order to convince him to open uh, a Jedi temple in order to plunder its treasures. And she knows where it is because she stumbled upon a transmission from Jedi Master Shakti to Alia Sakura. Yeah. So um, uh, once they manage to survive the perils of the planet and get inside the temple, who's waiting for them inside? But Shakti, Shakti and Elizagura, uh, both, both them, who are canonically dead, yeah. <laughs> who are supposed to be canonically dead at this point. In Shakti's case, multiple times. Shakti has had no less than what three, three deaths, if you include uh, the cutscenes uh, and then her video game death. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow. Um, seeing this i'm like what yeah uh Did they we'll step through the world to... between worlds or i don't know uh is this just some kind of sith you know Boy. sith sorcery kind of going on i don't know are they force ghosts um but wow you want to get someone's attention that way let's take two characters two two fan favorite characters who were who basically did not get the screen time they deserved no. and then dump them into a comic book like oh maybe it's funny. We were just talking about Alia Sakura, and you can see here on the screen, but yeah, between the both of them, Shakti is clearly the more Jedi looking of the two. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on the uh, outfit. But, and then Alia Sakura, of course, who's got the sex the appeal. Midriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's probably a, a George thing. Yeah. Uh, Lucas, I mean, George Lucas. <laughs> wow. Um, don't know what to make of that, but it's going to be exciting, whatever it is. Yeah, so going to watch for issue 33. All right. This one is a, okay, we're getting a little closer to home. So, so you mentioned uh, that there might be something new coming. Oh, wait, I should probably, before we get there, because we are winding down. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just want to say um, <laughs> we're getting towards the end of the sh end of the show. But before we go to our last couple of things, if you had anything you wanted to bring up, now is the time to do it. The line is open. Uh, otherwise, we'll, we'll move on with our next couple of items. And... Uh, Probably be winding down here in the next oh i don't know 10 minutes or something yeah roughly all right now's the time folks andy what do you got 
Well, uh, new shirt alert. What? So, uh, as you may have noticed, <laughs> uh, this one's kind of a surprise for you, Wes. So, okay. Uh, okay. new shirt alert. Oh, there it is. You can now get your very own finger magic, finger magic. on the Fandom Power <laughs> merch site. I'm surprised you didn't put a cell phone in there. <laughs> Let me work some finger magic. Oh. It could be a keyboard. It could be a cell phone. It could be whatever. I really felt like I put my foot in my mouth because after I said it, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah. I guess you could twist it up if you want to. But for all intents and purposes, you know. I'm not kidding. It was a cell phone. Let me do some finger magic here on the cell phone. That's exactly what I meant to say. Yep. Um, yeah. So you can get yours now. And it's on sale for the next, I think, 36 hours. Uh, they run their sales at weird times. We have no control over that, by the way. It's T-Public. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only the only thing we do have control over is the initial sale. And it yeah. goes on sale for, I believe, 48 hours. Oh, yeah. And every posted. time a new design is uploaded, yeah. that design is on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what our what's our uh, design count? 70 something uh we're over yeah we're getting close to 75 i think uh, 70 some odd designs there lots of popular uh fandom some of our favorites up there and if now you have uh, one you'd like to see transformed let me know including finger magic yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right we've hit that point in the show where uh regular feature here at the show andy's out there in the uh the aisles fighting for all of us uh where we take a look at uh, toy hunting at dollarama sorry for our international audience uh but this only applies to canada what do you got for us this week andy uh this week we've got some good stuff uh I the netflix he-man and the masters of the universe series we're talking the the cgi yeah the one yeah. that's mainly aimed at kids uh these figures are showing up on shelves for five bucks five bucks they are five bucks every day all day and they regularly retail from i believe 19.99 and up that's cool yeah this other one kind of caught me off guard because i haven't heard about it before but it's uh, called Snapshot. When I saw when I saw you made the post, I looked these up. Yeah, um, that's good value. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's some good uh, value. Dollarama is selling them for five dollars each, and it appears that different stores are getting different models. Different models. Interesting, because there's uh, what three or four of them. Yeah, and each one, I guess you can build it multiple ways, so you can have uh, lots of playtime with it. Uh, and presumably, you could mix and match. Yes. You could part swap. So. I mean, if you were a fan, I can't think of the, the game, but like uh, Kerbal Space Program or other games where you assemble your own uh, uh, spacecraft, this might be right up your alley where you get to build. They did that with a Nintendo game not too long ago where you bought the pieces of the ships and you could mix hmm. and match the parts. It gives me the similar vibes to that. Um, but if you like spaceships, maybe this is right up your alley. Yeah, especially considering uh, retail apparently is $35 and up. Well, I mean for five bucks you can't go wrong yeah exactly exactly um talk about kibble for custom parts yeah you know i mean I, there's wings in there there's all kinds of stuff so uh definitely worth going and, and uh, have a look but go now because they will not last long because the resellers are already <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> man <laughs> don't forget any uh, uh a quick plug for andy's uh toy hunting at dollarama facebook group uh, for the Canadian audience, if you are not already a member, go check that out on Facebook and you'll get these uh, these notifications uh, as they happen in real time. Because you generally post uh, same yeah, day, yeah. same day. So, uh, And this, we've got other people across the country who do post for us. This too, is so. actually coming. Uh, this is uh, several days old by the time we get to our, our show here on Tuesday night. But um, go check it out. Yeah. 
Well, um, that's it for this week, everybody. Let's uh, take this out of here. Special thanks. I want to roll that out to. Did you notice our intro video this week? I know you did it. I know I noticed. I noticed you did. Special thanks to our our Patreon as we just acquired our second patron, also a friend of the show, a friend of mine for many many years, our friend Greg down in Florida. Thank you, sir, for signing up. I know our Patreon looks like a dog's breakfast right now, but we are working on it. Uh, and I appreciate um, I appreciate you tagging along with us and supporting the show. It means the absolute world. That being said, I'm not just going to cut the uh, cut out tonight. Uh, I think we'll just use the uh, the intro to take us out. Yeah, we might as well get some mileage out of it. All right. Listen, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Come back and see us uh, on Sunday night when we hit the uh, road to Ahsoka part five we're covering uh the final arc of season seven of the clone wars it is the order 66 arc we've already covered it in our order 66 review series uh but this is the road to ahsoka so we'll be talking a whole lot more about uh, ahsoka tano and the development of her character and we'll be back again next week for another episode of uh, random fandom tuesdays so until then everybody for fandom power my name is wes i'm andy we'll see you on the next one Bye for now, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.